Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Cut Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with your hosts, Danny Bush and myself, Tommy the True Newbauer. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live and we are unrehearsed. We are the two hours of fishing and hunting power here on either 1250 AM or 105.7 FM, The Fan. If you want to get in touch with us, just give us a buzz at 414-799-1250, or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. And we are, Danny, working on a Facebook page so that people can contact us through Facebook. Greg, Greg has been working on that. We have a Facebook page now, but... I don't know if anybody can contact us, and I don't know what we can do. i got to yet give you our password and everything else. I need the, you, I need the code? You need the code, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I haven't checked my own Facebook yeah. for, what I don't know, about yeah. six, well, six weeks. Yeah. Well, people can just go on CEO Guys and on Facebook, and they'll find our Facebook page, but there's really nothing on it right now. So The Facebook page is Cutting Edge Outdoors. Oh, that's what it is, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Oh, okay. Correct. How'd Got you it. come up with that? <laughs> Just off the top of my head. Very illustrious um, marketing, marketing whiz. Yeah. Greg, you know, during the update, I had one question. Greg Janik, is that your real name or is that your, like your radio name? That's my real name. Real name, okay. Have you ever thought about getting like a, a handle, like a radio name, something cool? Uh, if I was doing something other than sports radio, probably. Okay, because I've been thinking about changing my name to something like Danielle Francois. What do you think? How about what? What was Homer Simpson's name? Or, Max Strong. Or how about <laughs> Festus Hagen? Festus Hagen. There you go. Yeah, if there's anything other than sports radio, I probably would. But you don't need a. No, do they try name. and come up? Well, don't actors do it too, right? Don't oh yeah, they try all and the come time. Up, and they try and come up with like a, a cool name. Oh, we have uh, Joe Rock. There's three people that work at the station who's that don't have their real names. Are you are, are you at liberty liberty to divulge? Uh, I will in the break. Oh, oh you can't you can't tell the world. No, no. 
Well, let, okay, I bet you I could guess. Um, I know it's not Sparky because Sparky's been Sparky probably since he was, you know, like he's been Steve Pfeiffer ever since he's been and, here. And he's been a, <laughs> yep. and he's been a, a Sparky. Probably got that nickname when he was about five. I'm thinking when he was a little kid running around yelling about stuff. They call him Sparky. He got his nickname from a well-known sports talk. Oh, Steve the Homer True, right? Yeah, that's who started calling him Sparky. Really? Mm-hmm. No back, kidding. Back when Sparky was his producer on ISN. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's how he's Sparky and Sparky stuck. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fascinate, fascinating bit of there trivia there. Yeah. Take that to the bank, All huh? Right. You've been putting any railings on your porch lately, lately Tom? I, I, I fix those. I those are all. I put those all in. Those are all done. I done my job there. Not actually this week. I had to fix the fence, the gate in the backyard. I had to fix the gate. So my wife didn't like the way it looked when I added some things to it. So she said, "You better go out and get some paint that looks the same as what's on the fence." And all you know what I said? Yes, dear. And See, I, you got to keep the wife it. happy. Now that brings up my next topic is. I pissed off my buddy's wife this week. Mm. Yeah. So I'll run this by you. Okay. So I'm driving home from work, long, stressful day, and I get a call and say, hey, we're sitting on the back deck and we're enjoying the sunset, having a few cocktails. You want to come on over? So I thought, sure. And then I thought, wait a second. He's got that great bow target. I'm going to bring my crossbow and take a few shots. Okay, so when I showed up with the crossbow, that really got her upset. Because Why? That, that wasn't part of the plan. Uh, the plan was to sit here. It's no fun for me if you guys are in. Plus, okay. she was on a deck, up, which we're shooting to the side, so she'd be safe there. But she took herself she and the little dog in. And then one thing led to another, and it turned into like a 45-minute session. So finally, I put it away and she she was all upset that wasn't part of the plan and i said well i thought i was just coming over hanging out and we're all hanging out in the backyard what's the difference isn't it like somebody pitching yeah. horse, somebody pitching horseshoes yeah. or something yeah yeah but nope the boys are having fun and and then once we once we got on the deck there right she got on her phone <laughs> right and she didn't participate well, we, we converse, converse some, but I'm like, geez. So I guess it's the reason I'm not married because I, you know, the men are from Mars, women are from Venus or something. Mm-hmm. The way our brains, mm-hmm. you know, operate, I, I don't know. It's different. It's different. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Yeah. So I'm in trouble. Well, well I put together tomorrow... Plans are to go to Winnebago tomorrow, and I put together my crankbait, my Winnebago crankbait box. I took a you know a, a plano box, and then I went in the other boxes, and I took out all sure. specific crankbaits. Well, yeah, yeah, I've done that. that we're going to use you use there. a tackle box, tackle box specific, right, for, for trips, right. Yeah, you, you do that. Yeah, sometimes get it, get you, it you get, ready. You get it ready, and you yep. kind of. Yeah, so you go through all your boxes, and you yeah. get one special box yep. just for that trip. Just for that trip. So I got all the crankbaits ready for different depths. You know, I, I can run. There's crankbaits I got for four feet, six feet, eight feet, 
you know, got different cranks, different size, you know, different sizes, different colors. Uh, probably about, I don't know, 20 of them in there, you know, 20, maybe 30. Then I got another little box ready for perch. <laughs> so well, well, you know, those, the flicker shads are very popular, mm-hmm. and those get down to about a max of eight feet. You're typically running those 30, 40, or 50 feet back. I think about 40 well, feet. Yeah, yeah. If you're, you know, you can either troll, you can cast. Um, what I plan on doing. You'll be casting, though. Uh, yeah. You you're know, not a big troller. Well, see, depending on where we are. Uh, and if we troll, we control with the electric. You know, that gets you going nice and slow and quiet. Yeah. Whatever, you know. But I plan on putting out some slip bobbers, too, you know, having those all set some up. leeches? No, I'm not going to use leeches. I'm going to use, uh, you know, a piece of, well, for the walleyes, a half a crawler. For the perch, just a little piece. Gotcha. You know? So, uh, get, you know, got the boxes ready, got the rods ready. I'm all ready to go. So. This is a big trip well, for you. Well, let's, let's just hope it pans out. I'm talking to my son the other night, and he says, well, you know, it's supposed to rain on Sunday. You know, chance of rain and thunderstorms. And I said, hey, that's why God invented rain suits. Don't worry about the damn rain. Yeah, don't worry. Winnebago won't get rough. Well, if it gets rough, we go <laughs> we go closer to I shore think that's someplace. what your boy's trying to say there. Yeah. Well, you don't want to be on Winnebago in a thunderstorm. No, you just get off before it. You know, if it starts kicking up, you get off, you know. Go to some little bay or something, you know. Yeah, get, get, out, get out of there. Speaking of perch. Because um, I've been on it when it's been rough, Danny. Yeah. I've had I I've had waves come right over the bow of like a you know 17 foot aluminum yeah, boat I mean, yeah. right over the bow you know I've taken a couple of those on Lake yeah. Michigan on White Jaw. Yeah. Um speaking of perch uh looking at some uh DNR reports uh there's some reports of limits of perch coming out of the Sturgeon Bay Ship Canal. I wouldn't doubt it. And I've been hearing more reports of perch caught this year. Seems like I've heard the P word Mm-hmm. More so this summer than in many before. Yeah, seems up like, in the bay. Yeah. It seems like they might be coming back. Let's hope so. Now, I, I grew up in Marinette. Well, grew up. I was, I was born in Marinette and left when I was about four or five. But I remember as a little kid, there was a guy who went to my dad's church, and he would call my dad up, and dad would go over to his house and grab a, a five-gallon bucket. Mm-hmm full of perch because this guy would go out and catch fish perch all the mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. and he'd always give some to my dad mm-hmm. and uh man that that was back in the day when perch fishing on the bay had to be fantastic oh, i don't know where he was fishing out of mm-hmm. out of marinette somewhere there Peshtagome. i don't mm-hmm. know yeah we, we we used to go right out of uh, i think it was called poggles or pagels i can't remember the name of it there was a boat launch just it was south of uh, sturgeon bay uh, it was like at where the, you know, where the green can is or I don't know. It was at no snake Island. Snake Island. You weren't far My from little sturgeon there. Yeah. So Poggles or Pagels, I don't know how it was pronounced. There was a, a launch there. It was in like in a little canal and you'd launch and you'd go out and, uh, you weren't far from snake Island, but we would just go out there and on the flats and just hit the edge of the, of the, of the, of the drop off, you know, just get on the edge. And we used to do extremely well. Was that launch right at the mouth? Of a canal? Yeah, right. it was really close. Yeah, there was, yeah. Because there is an old, uh, by Highcliffe State Park, there is a, uh, well, I guess it's a state park. Uh, there is an old, uh, there's an old uh, driveway that goes mm-hmm. right down, 
and there is a little canal that goes back in where people keep their boats yeah, and yeah, have houses yeah. and they can motor on out. I'm sure it's changed but, over the but, years. But yeah. there's an l- old paved road that goes right to the mouth uh, of that little canal right onto the bay. Yeah, and and it, and it's Pagels, Poggles Bay or Pagels Bay, or well, maybe it's Little Sturgeon. I don't know. Well, where where I'm talking about the the, the launch is now closed, right? right? Yeah, it probably is. And I don't know. there's a small little sign, uh, back by the main road that says um, access to or public access or something access. But there's just one old decrepit sign. Mm-hmm. My brother found it and he thought, hey, I can go down here and fish on shore. Well, here's the deal. It's kind of like a kept secret kind of a spot. The local, because when my brother went there, this was really weird. He went there one night and he's casting. And uh, all of a sudden, one of the local landowners, now he's out. Once you're onto the, you know, you're off and you're on the rocks by the yeah. lake, yeah. you can walk up and down a shoreline of a lake. And, and he's out there. So he's not on the guy's property, but this guy stood for about an hour in a half in the middle of the night and he just stood staring at my brother with his arms crossed 10 feet behind him and my brother said hey how you doing what's going on how's and the guy wouldn't say a word and so after a while my brother thought well what is this guy nuts is he crazy is this guy some crazy guy axe murderer yeah is this guy gonna pull a a gun and finally you know kind of he thought you know what's he gonna do so my brother left but the guy lives in the house right there and he was definitely trying to intimidate him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because he doesn't want anybody down there. But yet there's public access. Oh. So this guy's, you know, trying to play hardball. So I think it's kind of like if you're if if it's the same spot you're talking about with the old that used to be a launch. Mm-hmm. It's not a launch anymore, but you can follow the road down there yet. Yeah. And and there is supposed to be public access, mm-hmm. but the locals aren't wanting to give anybody public access. You know, I'm sure over the years that property has been bought up. It's been subdivided. There's houses there, you know, and that's probably a launch for the residents of the area. You know, I'm, I'm sure that's how it. No, you can't. It doesn't launch. It doesn't actually go out deep enough in there anymore. You'd be no? driving over oh. rocks to get oh, in there. Okay. I'm thinking maybe the water level was higher years ago, but. It uh, was actually. Yeah. And, and, uh. Well, it's kind of like the guy in Pewaukee that was shooting laser lights at, at yeah, fishermen. Yeah. And I've heard stories up in uh, up in northern uh, Door County where some of these guys who buy the property actually are going out there and, and cussing people out that are fishing bass fishing piers on the Bay of Green Bay. I know. It's so- they own their big house, and all of a sudden you get some crazy guy thinking that they don't want anybody there. Oh, well. Well, we got to go to a break Folks, have you run into crazy people while you're fishing? <laughs> maybe, I'm sure we've all been harassed. Maybe you have. Anyway, you can give us a call here at 414-799-1250. You'll, we'll be right back with Danny Bush and Tommy the True Newbauer right after this break. You're listening to 105.7 FM, The Fan.
back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you from the Bait Mate Fish Attractant Studios. Thanks for joining us this Saturday morning. Hopefully, you're on your way to the lake or you're deer blind. Well, if you're deer blind, you better be up in the tree now. Opening of uh, bow, Tom. That was today. Yep, That's today. That is opening today. of bow, crossbow. Uh, I now have both a bow and a crossbow. It's not a bad deal. You get your bow license, and then if you want to upgrade to crossbow, I believe it's three bucks mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. So they're bucks, not going to charge you big, although I can see why that Why would changing. they upgrade? I mean, why do you have to pay just because you're using a different weapon? Hey, hey, why do you got to pay when you park at a parking lot in the meter? It's all about it's making money. Because somebody can make this. some money. That's right. That's yeah. Right. You know, we got to help the DNR because they're... Uh, Yes, they're so poor and broke. They're really, really underfunded. Well, they are. That is true. Yeah. Although, speaking of the DNR, um, they do have a very good uh, new publication online. It's the forecast for uh, small uh, small game or for hunting, actually, actually in the state of Wisconsin. And uh, I was looking at it today. It's 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 pretty decent, Uh, and then it's got a description of all the game. You know, it's got a description of the turkey mm-hmm. and techniques, and it's a squirrel, all, and, and then kind of an uh, update on prospects. So it's pretty good. Uh, they, there's some really good resources if you go to the DNR websites online. Mm-hmm. That's one thing they've done a great job of. They've got another thing. I think they, they're going to call it Flight, and it's a thing that you can use, like, no, you with your flip phone, of course, Tom. This would hey, apply to I you. I got with, a new phone. You old codger. But anyway... Uh, you can go online, and it's got for, like, uh, bird shooting. <laughs> you can look, and you can find out where the recent pheasant stockings are. You can find the public land if you want to find information about waterfowl and so forth. It's it's going to be some, something called flight. Yeah. So, yeah, they've got a, they've got a lot of, uh, you know, tools there to help you now. As far mm-hmm. as even, you know, it's not like you find an old crusty map to try and find public land right. that you can go hunt or get information. They've got some pretty good up-to-date information. So that's one area they're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. I did get a new phone this week. If you notice, it's just bigger than my other flip phone, but it's still a flip phone. I have been told that flip phones are coming back. No. Yes. No. Yeah. I've seen people with them, Greg. The only people you talk to are people above the age of 45. I thought he was going to say 60 or something. <laughs> Thank God that wouldn't well, apply to us. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, this this is just larger. It does a lot more stuff, and it takes great photos and that. The only problem is is that mo- a lot of phones nowadays don't come with manuals. So it's like, yeah, my phone does a lot of stuff, but how the hell do I know what the, where what it does and how do I get to it? You got to play with it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I just start I've... pressing buttons like crazy. That'd Go be blind. like that'd be the John um, Lehman method. I've been told <laughs> that's what you gotta do. I've been told that even on computer programs that you can't be afraid to start hitting a bunch of buttons and just going nuts. And that's the difference with us, Tom, is we're afraid to hit the wrong thing. Yeah, you just gotta. I have gotten better at just just winging it, just playing with the stuff. Uh, like even like my well, trail cam. When I set that up for bear hunting years ago, I was like, I, you know, I sat down and studied the manual. I got my cheater glasses on them, hitting buttons, putting batteries in. 
I kind of whipped that baby out, and then I opened it up and started hitting a few buttons and thought, I think I did. Oh, oh yeah, that looks it. And boom, it's working. It's fine. <laughs> so you can't be a scared. Well, you just got to do it. Well, the thing is, is that uh, I contact, see, I, I asked the people at U.S. Cellular why, why there was no manual in with the phone, and she says, well, we don't do that. You know, that's up to the phone companies, but a lot of phone companies don't put manuals in there. So so then I went on LG's site, because it's an LG phone, and you can download a manual. Okay, yeah, okay. No, hey, wonderful. I can download the manual. But I bet you don't know how to download No, no, I know how to do that okay, stuff. Okay, good. But the thing is, is I'm not going to download 143 pages. Wow, yeah. How much are you going to have that printer, so, ink, and no, paper? Not, so I can just go on there and read it and, you know, if I you know want to look for stuff or whatever. But you know what? When I went and bought the new phone, the gal at the place when I bought it, they're supposed to do a test ring. To make sure everything's working. Right. She didn't do that. Well. So all the next day on Tuesday, I'm wondering, you know, gee, I didn't get any calls yesterday. I didn't get any calls today. What's going on? Turn it off, vibrate. So I asked, I at, well, that nothing was on. She didn't set it up for anything to, to work, to, to ring or anything. So I asked the no-name bookie. We were out doing something, and I said, hey, call my cell phone. And sure enough, it's not ringing. There's nothing. So I had to go back to the store. And then the gal says, oh, yeah, didn't she do a test ring? I said, no. And so she sets it up to ring and vibrate and all that. And I said, well, what if I want to change any sounds? What do I do? That's on the side. No, she holds it. She has it open. And then she's, you know how, like, the young people start just start pressing buttons? Yeah. She says, oh, just do this. Just go here, 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 here. Uh, look for default. Go there. And then you're all set. And I said, I looked at her and I said, what the hell did you just do? You know, she didn't say what she was pressing or anything. You know, it's like, I said, here, just give me the phone. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> you don't need to know how to do all that stuff, Tom. You don't well, need. No, there's stuff in there that I, I, the phone, I might want to know how to do. But save I, pictures I, and send. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. I can take pictures taking is real easy on this one. Piece of cake, right? Yeah. Well, my the only own. problem is I don't know how to get. To look at the pictures, and let's say I just want to delete them, get rid of them. Well, I can show you that. Well, I don't even know how to do that on this a, phone. We can take a picture during break, and yeah, well, we'll get you right on that. Well, we'll figure it all out, folks. Trust me, Tom, Tommy DeTrue and his new phone <laughs> problems. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, what you were saying is, uh, you know, there, there, oh, there's there's a top up topic I'd like to bring up later, sometime during the show. And maybe our audience will think about it. I was thinking to myself the other day, I said, you know, people are always trying to say, you know, like, let's say in sports, in football, baseball, who is the best, you know, at all time in this, that, whatever, you know, who was the best? Well, you know, it's different eras, different, different rules to the game. Let's say like in football, it was different back in the 30s and 40s and 50s, and then it was different in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. Now it's different well, now. You had leather helmets when you yeah, were playing. Yeah, free. Well, anyway, so but the thing is, is that it's like how can you quantify if somebody was better in the 30s than the person here in the 2000s? You know I, you know what I mean? It, so I'm thinking, like, who was some of the best bass fishermen or who was the best bass fisherman in the world? But, again... You can't quantify it again because of the fact, you know, okay, we all know Bill Dance, right? Bill Dance, excellent fisherman. Virgil Ward. Vir here you go. Yeah, Virgil Ward. But they didn't have the electronics that we have. You know, they didn't have all this 
fancy gear that we have now, and we now we have a lot better understanding of the fish, even though they still throw us curveballs, but we have a right. better understanding of what they do, where they go, blah, blah, blah. And the electronic, I mean, side scan, look at that stuff. I mean, just think if those guys had that stuff back when. So it's kind of hard to say, is Kevin Dam Van Dam better than a Bill Dance? I don't know, because they're from two different eras, you know? They both were really good in their time. But, you know, you can't say whether one was better than the other, you know? Everything, you know, was so much different back then. Anyway, we got to go to a break, Danny. Don't forget, folks. After the 6.45 break, we will be playing the Hornschwaggle with Danny Bush. He's going to make three statements. you got to say if it's a Hornschwaggle or no Hornschwaggle, which means it, he's BSing you or not. And uh, and you will win, if you get two out of three correct, you will win a beautiful prize package from Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. So stay tuned for that at six four, right after the 6.45 break. Right now, we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we'll be doing the gut report. And a lot of more interesting stuff. 799-1250 is the phone number here if you want to get in touch with us. We'll be right back with more at uh, Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Uh, the gut report was is brought to you by V-Mart Cheesy Produce and Discount Liquor. Well, you know... The early teal season was upon us. Guys were shooting some ducks. And, of course, the duck season is right around the corner. And I got to remind people that even though ducks are birds, they're different than chickens. We all cook a lot of chicken. But your chicken has got to be to a certain temperature. Breasts got to be up to like 160, 165 degrees. Thighs got to be at about a 175, okay? Ducks are totally different. Don't they say new rule of thumb is 185 across the board? Is that right? I did not know that, but I still do them, you know, whatever. Anyway, but ducks are different. Ducks, uh, with, with the duck meat, you only have to do the breasts at 140. 140 degrees, they're good to go. So don't, and the worst thing you can do with your ducks is to overcook them. And uh, so 140 degrees on ducks is fine. That that that's fine. And here's one other thing: so many guys when when they shoot the wild ducks, they just breast them. They just take the breast meat. Don't forget the thighs. The thighs have got a lot of really good meat. It's tender meat. It's dark. Well, darker meat, I guess. I don't know. But the thing is, is that don't forget the thighs. A lot of meat there. So breasts for ducks, 140 degrees. They're different than chickens. The Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. Three generations of Marchese Produce right here in Milwaukee. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Okay, I got to I got to look at these uh pictures. We 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 see we're we're doing stuff uh, folks during the show here. Huh? I was online researching yeah. during that yeah. gut report, but I, I I did I did I catch you did you just did you just say that ducks are different than chickens? 
Well, that was part of it, just reminding people that even though they're birds, they're different. I never knew that. You didn't? Well, see, that's why you listen to the gut report. I thought that ducks should. and chickens frequently are so the same, they frequently interbreed. Yeah, right. Have you ever seen a half duck and a half chicken? Uh, no, I have not. It isn't pretty. Hey, uh, it isn't pretty. I, thought, our... I thought that we were going with a joke or something here. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, so anyway... Um, I'll talk a little bit more here about outdoor reports while Tom's playing over there. Oh, I'm I'm listening. The, I'm, I'm listening. Uh, okay, the Lake Superior tributaries, such as the Bruel River, this is a prime time for coho run, and apparently that's going decent now. Um, the salmon run on Lake Michigan, as far as and that's all the you know streams and rivers from south of us all the way north. I guess that's not really going huge yet. No. Uh, kind of starting, but that's that's not going great guns. I'm wondering if all of a sudden this, what do they call it, Indian summer in the fall, when all of a sudden you're getting really warm weather? Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if that's kind of throwing things off. Um, yeah, so we I, have had some nice warm weather, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Additional openings now this weekend. Um, goose, they had early goose going. You're right. Now, which was five a day per person. Now it's two per person. Right. And I do believe that if you bought the early goose license, I think you got to buy, check into it. You might have to buy another license now. I don't think the early goose license that you bought suffices for just regular goose season really? now. I think you may have to buy another one. Fall turkey opens. Uh, there's uh, always plenty of extra fall turkey tags available. Mm-hmm. And again, you can go online and check on the DNR website. It'll show you the specific zones and mm-hmm. how many. Uh, and you can buy those over the counter. Um, now, Grouse opens, but that's north. North what, of Highway 10, is, is it? Is it or 10 or like 64? I, I have a feeling it's 10, but... And the, the other thing, too, same with Rabbit, I believe. Yeah. Now, my question is, what, why in a wide world would they not just open Rabbit statewide? I don't know. What 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 would there be? There's no reason, as far as biologically, that I can see, because you know, I don't get it. And there's too many rabbits anyway. There there's rabbits <laughs> everywhere. It's not like, I mean, face it, they breed like rats. Um, they breed like rabbits. They breed like rabbits. <laughs> I mean, excuse me, rabbits. The reason there's a state breed like rabbits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I saw a little bunny running around just the other day. So. There's no, why not just open it up statewide? That seems like perhaps an antiquated regulation. Yeah, that you can do it in my backyard, too. It can change. Yeah, I got Eight the rabbits. old Crossman Optimus ready to poop. Come to my backyard anytime you want. All right, let's set up the sniper stand there. Uh, squirrel open statewide. So if squirrel open statewide, why wouldn't rabbit open? Why wouldn't wabbit? Wabbit. Why wouldn't, why why wouldn't wabbit? Wabbit. Be open now, Tom. I don't know. Come on, Tom. I ask you this stuff because... I don't know. You know everything. I don't know. You're a genius. Mm-hmm. You know... Okay, you're not helping me here. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, apparently, the mast... Uh, the mast... You know what the mast crop is, Tom? The mast? Mast. Acorns, hickory, walnuts. Oh, okay. Mast, yeah. Apparently, there's a good crop of that. Yeah. And Which is going to be good for not only the squirrels. Mm-hmm. But now even turkeys. This is the time of year where turkeys start kind of getting away from the fields and go into the woods because mm-hmm. they're kind of kind of changing the diet a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, and that should be good for the deer hunting as well. Yeah. Well, 
this is this weather is a little warm for the bow hunters who are out there. You know, it's going to be uh, supposed to get up to like eighty degrees today or something. So, and tomorrow it's going to be a little warm to be out there. But that's all right. The bow hunters don't care. Bow hunters will be out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no doubt the bow hunters will be yeah. out there. Um, and and one thing I now I was out a couple of weeks ago in the woods. I did not have any mosquito problems. Um, I think we'd had some cold nights, mm-hmm. and I think that I don't know what temperature does it have to. What's it got to get down to to knock off all the mosquitoes? A lot colder than what it's been, I think. But I mean, we had some nights in oh, the forties. We did, we did for have a while. some cool. We did. <laughs> I'm have thinking some cold that might have knocked them down. I think up in northern Wisconsin they've been knocked down. I think maybe up our, there because it's Boulder, been pretty cold up there. Boulder Junction connection may call us. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. What's up, Greg? So we had a caller that said uh, um, his dad told him that hunting season for rabbits had to start after the first frost that had something to do with oh, their livers. Holeremia. Maybe that is it. I think now. I I think that now that. I hear that. I recall hearing that. Mm. I do now. Now it's coming back to me. Yeah. Uh, now there is. Um, well, there is a disease. You've heard of tularemia. Sure. And that's why they said you should clean rabbits wearing gloves, rubber gloves, some kind of gloves. Yeah. Uh, rubber. And whether or not that's the tularemia they're talking about with that liver thing, or not, I don't know. Might maybe be. A, maybe our research director. That would be you, Greg. Can <laughs> that get would on, be you, Can Greg. get on that. Being as, being as Tom's coming up completely blank over here. I'm, I'm, I'm half asleep. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to figure out this darn phone. So, so Tom, who was a better bass angler? Um, I, Virgil Ward or mm, Kevin Ben? Or who's a famous one? Who's the top guy? Who's the He's very famous. Who's the right top now. guy now? There's a there's a For number who? of top guys that are oh, really good. There's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. Uh, speaking of uh, my buddy, our buddy Ron Johnson, bait mate, mm-hmm. pro angler, he's fishing the Sturgeon Bay Fall Tournament today. Oh, is that right? That's this weekend. Yeah. Oh wow. Today. Yeah. But is I, it a one dayer? I think it's a one dayer. Really? Yeah. It didn't open yesterday. Yeah, I think it's today. I think it's out of Wave Point Marina, which is right in Little Sturgeon there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, and he I said hope. he pre-fished Larson's Reef, mm-hmm. and he said it was devoid. It was a barren wasteland out on Larson's Reef when he was out there pre-fishing, which is surprising. Well, those, yeah, what's up? Oh, all right. What's up? You can you do not want to eat rabbits in the summer due to uh, parasites. That can grow inside the rabbits. The rabbits come. The parasites come from fleas, ticks, lice, etc., etc., which are prevalent in the summer months. So when it's colder out, you don't have those fleas, ticks, lice, which means they are not getting into the meat. Into the yeah. meat. So the tula. What did you say? Tularemia. 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 That will not be present in the winter because. Those fleas and ticks and does, deer flies are no longer biting the rabbits. Does tularemia come mm. from the uh, come from the meat then, uh, or uh, come from the ticks and yep. flies? It does. Yep. Wow. But how do they guarantee? What's the temperature that it has to get down to? Well, is it that it kills the cold weather kills off the bugs like it kills off the mosquitoes? Probably. But what if they've infected the rabbit with the stuff prior and it's in the meat? Isn't it still in the meat even when it gets cold? 
I don't know. Maybe not. Now, I've well, just, I've, you know what I've determined? Mm. Never, I'm never going to eat a rabbit <laughs> ever again. Well, we'll have to think about that. I'm during... not. <laughs> I'm going to shoot yeah. him, but I'm not going to eat him yeah. anymore. We'll have, think that. Of, we'll have to think about that during the break. Folks, we need a contestant to play Hornschwaggle. Us That's coming Pfeffer, up right no after way. this break. Call 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250 to play Hornschwaggle with Danny. That's going to be right after this break. Uh, win a really nice prize package from Baitmate and uh, Coleman. So call right now to be a contestant. We'll be right back with more on 1250 AM and 105.7 FM. The Fan, you are listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellent. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you from the Bait Mate Fish Attractant Studios. We have our Hornschwaggle segment now, where I will make three statements related to the great outdoors, and uh, our contestant will have to tell whether I'm uh, pulling his leg or not. So if it's a Hornschwaggle, if I'm not telling the truth, well, then it is a Hornschwaggle. If I'm telling the tr- if I speaketh truth, then it's no horn swoggle. So who do we got on the line there, Greg? We have Bryce. Hey, good morning, Bryce. How you doing? Not bad, fellas. How are you? Good, good. Okay, so you know how this works. Uh, uh, I'm aware. Okay, so here we go. Mm-mm-mm. All right. The great state of Wisconsin has over 17 million of uh, acres of forested lands. Horn swoggle, no horn swoggle. No horn swoggle. No horn swoggle. Good. You're one for one. Okay, skunk. You got a ring over there? Anything he tried, but he it tried. didn't work. What's going on? There, that's mm. better. <laughs> there we go. Skunk. Even though we're not too fond of skunk, actually, over in France, they are considered a delicacy, and it's called pepe steak. I'm going to say hornswoggle. Hornswoggle, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Bryce. <laughs> pepe was Pepe Le Pew on uh, Warner Brothers cartoons. There we go. Uh, great. Squirrels and fox squirrels. A couple of my favorite things to hunt, although I prefer the big fox squirrels. Uh, Though they may live together, interact in habitat, they really don't breed together all that much, if at all. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? I'll say no hornschwaggle. No hornschwaggle, yeah. It's amazing. You just see them living and you don't really see any... You don't see any half-breeds as far as yeah, those squirrels yeah. running around. You don't see half and half. So, yeah. Okay, good. Your winner, uh, would you like, uh, what kind of flavor bait mate would you prefer? Uh, what do you got there? Well, you know, there's walleye, yeah, all bass, the different species, panfish. Two, two bass. Bass, okay, some bass. And for your Coleman insect repellent, uh, do you want something with DEET or DEETless? We'll take the DEET. Deet with deet. Do you want 25, 40, or 100% deet? Um, 40. 40%. Okay. Okay. Good choice. All right, Bryce. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll get this to the folks out at Baitmate. Be a couple weeks. They'll get her shipped to you. And uh, thanks for listening. Awesome. Thanks for letting me play. All right. Take care, Bryce. 
Okay, bye now. All right. I got people winning lately. Good. Have I gotten like my that. questions easier? Because um, there was a while we had, you know, some people there was not a couple, winning. Yeah, there was a couple some of tough that. ones there. Okay, you were yeah. talking interesting mm-hmm. about rabbits. That because we were just, you know, our our producer back there and research yeah. guy, Greg, he's good on that. He brought up the fact that the rabbits can mm-hmm. have the 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 d- diseases from the ticks and fleas. Mm-hmm. And you said even when you'd shoot. When we, Rabbits, when, pheasant hunting? Even though it was cold out and there was snow on the ground, uh, there was still some... Now, I think there was some type of flea because what we would do is we'd, we'd grab the rabbit, after, you know, when we pick it up by the hind legs, and we'd rub it against a tree, you know, just to try to knock off a lot of that stuff. But I guess what happens also is that once the temperature of the rabbit starts cooling down, they start jumping off pretty quickly. So they jump ship. Yeah, they jump ship. It's not warm anymore, so they jump ship. But you know, you figure where were they jumping to? Into the snow? You know, I mean, you know what I mean? You know, I mean, I I I'd never understand because I remember one time if you could talk well, the to first if time, Tom could talk to the yeah, fleas, yeah. Greg, he'd tell yeah. them stay with the rabbit. Yeah. Well, here's the problem: the the first time might seem bad, but it's worse yeah. out there. Yeah, I remember the very first time uh, I brought rabbits home to clean. And I took them down in the basement, and I laid them on the on a dryer on the top of a dryer or Don't something. Tell me I had there some was a paper. Mass migration of fleas. Yes, going. and I'm looking. It's like, what the heck are those? They're real tiny little things. They're jumping, jumping all around. over the place. Yeah, and it's like, what the heck? Right next to the wife's laundry basket. No, there was no basket there. But uh, if she would have known that, <laughs> she, she got, would have been upset. Tom got fleas in his underwear. But, he but thought yeah, he'd been so somewhere I, he shouldn't. Yeah, I took him outside right away then because it's like, well, what the heck? And then I was asking my brothers about this stuff, and then they said, well, just rub them against the trees. You the know, old that should rub not, them against. I, well, that's old what rub they the told rabbit me. against the tree yeah, trick. I, I don't know if that like is true. If that was an old. You rub know, them against some, the tree. Well, I don't know why. I, would I it, don't know. Would, would it would it like crush the fleas no, inside like the brush them off or, or something? Or I don't it, know. It would brush them off. Maybe okay. like brush them off or something. I don't know. Maybe the I, heat and friction from the fur against it would I, raise the temperature. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But after that, I always what I what I did be after rub you know doing the tree thing. Then I'd make sure that I put a bunch of snow around them, you know, and then and then shake it off good before I put it in you know that sack in the back of right. your jacket, you know. Because I didn't want fleas back there, you know, too, you know, so. So you were pretty... It was always a kind of a, you know, it was kind of one of those weird things, you know. Couldn't you get so. some of like that flea powder like they do with dogs and just kind of like, you know, powder your, your dead rabbit down with the flea powder? Well, I don't know if I'd want to go to that extent. <laughs> you know, like I said, I've come to the conclusion... That I'm not going to eat rabbits ever again. Yeah, I know. Right? And you know what? And last time I had rabbits side by side with squirrel, Tom, I preferred mm-hmm. the squirrel. Now, I will say in early season, I have seen a few semi-flea infested squirrels. Oh, yeah. They can get them too. And sometimes you get a squirrel with the mange where they got part of their tail. Oh, yeah. That's where they're, I think that, you know, yeah, where they're by scratching the base it, of the tail. biting it and scratching it I or think, whatever. I think yeah. it's because they're getting itchy. Yeah. Allergies. Get- Getting in there. Is it allergies? Maybe, so you got a, a squirrel with dry skin? Oh, any animal can get allergies. Eczema? Well, I, I've heard dogs can, too. Yeah. yeah dogs they can I start scratching can. themselves, uh-huh. so they can have allergies. But they're supposed to be, you know, related to the wolf. You know, the wolf's out. There ain't no wolf out there with any, no self-respect, no alive wolf, put it that way. Maybe, maybe that's right. We've With the breeding of the dogs from the wolves, we've 
we've lowered the the gene the gene the pool gene, oh yeah, is. <laughs> not as good. Well, no, it's true. The problem, survival the, of the fittest. The problem that those was, dogs would not live out in the wolf pack in the real world. The problem that's happening with a lot of these dogs is that you have these purebreds, and the purebreds are breeding. Well, that's like incest. As, as, as you, and it's essentially what it is. As you dumb down, as you met, as you made it a a purebred with a purebred, and it just keeps on going down and down and down. It's like a, a reverse okay. triangle sure. because you're still having the the bloodlines are just so getting down thinner and thinner because you you have less and less pre, uh, purebreds. It's like with humans. Yeah, like like over in Great Britain, years many many many, many hundreds and hundreds of years ago. What are you they, talking about? Well, they used to they used to marry their cousins and all that stuff, and then their bloodline got got. That's why you had a lot of weird people back then. Yeah, because they're they, well. It they, must be going on now because I see a lot of weird yeah, people there, nowadays. I know too. there is too, but that's where like a lot of uh, didn't like, hemophilia come from that? Yeah, a lot of a lot of hemophiliacs over there in Great Britain and in ah, France see, and I all know that. My biology. That's here. right because we're of a lot that, smarter than because I think. of that uh, the watering down of the bloodline. You you need that different types of genes coming in and out there. But uh, yeah, in Great Britain, that that's was very very popular. Like the guy that's out of town with the foreign accent. It's just a natural kind of a thing, mm. you know. I don't know. To help protect the bloodline. Yeah, but he could be an inbred. Maybe. But yeah, yeah, but and that's where they come up with that term inbreeding, you know, because of the fact that they were, you know, marrying cousins and whatever, you know, and the bloodline wasn't too good back then. Well, if she's hot enough. Well, guess what? (laughs) On that note, let's go to break. Yeah. Just don't um, have any kids. You're listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, and now... Rubber oh, yeah. against the tree. Yeah, we are presented <laughs> by Coleman Insect Repellents. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned for the second hour of Power with Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Neubauer. Right now, it's the Sports Update with Greg Janet. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.